This is a dilemma that has been stalking delis and languishing in lunchboxes for hundreds of years. This week on In The Share we ask, why do sandwiches taste better, if they taste better, when they're cut diagonally? In the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Hello, lovely listener, and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized, informative podcast that's aimed to be listened to while you're in the shower, but really, you can listen to it anywhere at all. The whole point of this podcast is that you, the listener, the user, the person on the other end of this voice, send in a question that has kept them awake at night forever, and we do our best to answer it in the time it takes you to have a shower. Have you ever wondered why we kiss? Or why some people have a dominant hand? Or why we laugh? Or what? is actually happening when you have an itch well good news you've come to the right spot we have answered all of those questions and many 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 more on our podcast and we're about to tackle one more step into the shower with us as we tackle another question this week's episode of in the shower with taz and marcus asks why do sandwiches taste better when they're cut diagonally in the shower with Taz and Marcus, 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 in the shower with Taz and Marcus. Right, so listen, before we get into this episode properly, um, I have to say it. What? Like, I, I just have to put this out there, that this is absolutely, unequivocally, Undoubtedly, certainly, 100% my favourite type of question to answer on this podcast. What do you mean by that? So, you know, occasionally we get questions that are very open and shut. Like, you know, what's an itch? Like, that's it's a, it's a nervous response that evolved from whatever. Like, you know, there's, there's some questions that have, like, real scientific research and, like, a well-established, like, it's not a hypothesis anymore. Like, it's just, it's, it's open and shut. And then occasionally you get questions like this one, um, that that surprised us a little bit. The amazing thing about the world and about people and about the internet is that someone has always looked into everything. Exactly. You know, it's like, it doesn't matter if it's like how much wood a woodchuck would chuck or why we put up Christmas trees or anything like that or sandwich cutting techniques. I guarantee you that somebody somewhere in some far-flung corner of the world has probably done a PhD on whatever you're wondering about. So you're actually telling me you found information on why a sandwich tastes better when it's cut diagonally. Yeah, so listener, in case you're wondering how how this kind of works in the podcast, that people send us in questions, and we have a big Google uh, Google Drive document, basically, with all of the questions that we receive. And some of them are terrible, some of them are great. Um, and then there's these ones that kind of occupy a middle ground as a question, that you don't really know until you search for them. So when I read, like, why do sandwiches taste better when they're cut diagonally? First of all, it, it, it hit me because it made me ask myself the question. Jeez, and you then, said that very intensely. First of all, it hit me yeah, it hit, because it, it made me ask myself the question. You know, it, it hit me at a very at a very personal level because I, I enjoy a sandwich. And <laughs> I've been known to enjoy a sandwich. Listen, but who hasn't? Do you know what? Ties. There's there's a type of sandwich in every culture, isn't there? It's like pretty much you can have a kebab, you can have a taco, you can have a bow, you can have a burrito, you, you can yeah. have a exactly. It's just but like when you think about what a sandwich is, it's just like you know, it's convenient. It's whatever some kind of some kind of vessel containing a filling. Yeah. But anyway, it's like 
Actually, wasn't there a, a man called with the second name sandwich? Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that later in the episode. Oh, Tess. brilliant! We'll I get can't to wait. that later in the episode. But um, when when I read that episode or read the read the question, and I actually looked into it, I, I did that initial kind of Google search. Lots of people had asked the same question, so I figured let's answer this on in the shower. Let's figure out why sandwiches taste better, and they do taste better. When they're cut diagonally. Okay, please, please inform me. Let's get crusty. Okay, are you ready? Shall yes. we begin? Yes. Okay, so let's establish that the two styles of sandwich cut that we are talking about are a diagonal on the positive, on the better tasting side, and horizontal um, on the no thank you side, right? Okay. Um, so that is to say, if you have one square sandwich, we're talking like standard sandwich loaf. I want everyone to envision that. I'm not talking like a baguette. I'm not talking about, you know, a granary loaf. I'm talking about just a standard sliced loaf. Sliced pan. Sliced pan loaf of bread. Wonder bread if you're in the States or Canada. Um, Brennan's if you're in Ireland. Uh, Hovis if you're in, in the UK. You know, just like a standard loaf of bread, right? Okay, you're, you're getting very excited about this. You're, I'm like, getting a, very... you're like a kid in a sandwich store. Okay, so <laughs> like, let's just say that the, the two style of cuts, one is, uh, one is diagonal and one is horizontal. So... One square sandwich cut into two triangles is better than one square sandwich cut into two rectangles, right? Okay. With me so far? Yes. So to begin, let's talk about the actual structure and geometry of the sandwich. Wow, we are talking about the geometry of a sandwich yeah, and in the listen, shower. As imagined in a lunchbox or in a sandwich bag, specifically in the hours leading up to lunch. Okay, I'm, I'm getting hungry now. I know, it's almost lunchtime. So this is a, think about this as like, you know, food foreplay. <laughs> so... We're going to talk about support, because support is important. We all need a bit of support in our lives, right? Okay. A a sambo cut into two rectangles, those are two very non-congruent shapes. They'll sag, they'll lose filling, and they'll just become unappealing. But do you know what? What? A sandwich cut into triangles sticks together, and it supports each other far Far, far better. Making the sandwich more visually appealing when it comes to time to eat it. Okay, right. So you're saying that structurally, when it's cut diagonally, it holds all the bits in better. Yeah, so basically, uh, like, listener, I want you to picture a square, right? Now, cut that square into two rectangles. All of a sudden, that's two shapes that don't really fit together in any way. Like, no matter how you put it, if you put one on top, it's going to squash the other one and the filling from one is going to leak into the other. If you put them side by side, they're going to crumble like a building getting demolished, right? But two two triangles sit on each other very nicely and because they're load-bearing, they don't actually squash each other or actually transfer fillings too much, right? Okay, I'm giving that, I'm giving that first point a 4 out of 10. Not convinced yet. Next. Okay, so listen. Maybe I should have picked a better point to start on. Um, staying on a geometric theme, right? A sandwich, traditionally has always been a vessel for the fillings. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would agree. Filling is key. Bread is also very important. Bread is very, bread is important, but I mean, like, a a sandwich without a filling is just two slices of bread. Yeah, so I mean, a sandwich cut along the diagonal offers a longer hypotenuse, thus maximising tongue-to-sandwich filling contact, ergo facto maximising the deliciousness experience contained therein. Okay, I can't believe you're using bad legal jargon to explain 
sandwiches to me. But that is a better point. I, I, I will t- I will say the more of the filling that's on show, the more deliciousness your tongue is directly exposed to. Yeah, that is true. You're there, getting you're, about thirty percent more um, contact with the interior of the filling, right? Okay. I, I yeah. Okay. I'm on so board. You, you're getting on board so far. So so far, like that's two strong points for the diagonal, right? One one extremely strong point. One mediocre point. Now, let's talk about convenience. Okay. Sandwiches. Can you think of any other any other food type that is as good for like you know a grab and go other than like a banana or something? Like yeah, that? I would definitely have to agree with that. Like there are very few foods that are perfectly conceived to be eaten on the hoof. Right, and if something is grab and go, then let's talk about its grab zone. Right. Okay. Think about it. Like a triangular shape offers the most obvious place to grab while exposing the most sandwich to eat in a hurry, easily on the run. When you think about it, the triangle, which is going like that, you can grab the point and you have the full sandwich exposed there, maximizing the variety of fillings that you can eat in one time and the amount of bites you can take. Whereas a square sandwich, you're just mashing it into your face like like some kind of animal, you know? Sandwich lawyer Marcus strikes again. No, seriously, a rectangle cut offers no obvious grab zone and lessens the convenience of a deliberately convenient food, which, to be honest, is a borderline crime against humanity. Yeah, so, listen. Wow. I know. Okay, there are three valid points, I will say. Okay. Right. Next. There's more? There's more. I Listen, I am demolishing the case against rectangular sandwiches, right? Let's talk about a sandwich's best friend. Soup. Oh, soup. I know you're a big soup fan. I love soup. And it's coming into soup season. Let's talk about the soup dipping aspect of a sandwich for a second. Okay. Come here, actually, what is your favourite soup and sambo combination? Oh, how long do we have? Uh, the time it takes someone to have a shower. Go. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I really do, like, there's, I love, a, I love a good ham and cheese toasty with tomato, but that wouldn't be my favourite because that's yeah. not my favourite. Like, that would be kind of the go-to on the run, easy to have. Yeah. But I would prefer something like a really, really amazing soup that's kind of, that's interesting, that's different. And then the sandwich itself can be simpler, but I'm my my attention is on the soup. But I mean, do you know, like there's so many classic options that you, that you can't really go far with. You're like, there's so many classic options that you can't go far wrong with when it comes to the sandwich and soup combination. Like, you know, grilled cheese and tomato. Yum. Is classic. Roast beef with French onion soup. Yum. Unbelievable. Or if you want to go like classic New York, you can have like a Reuben with matzo ball. Oh, and what about a banh mi with a bowl of pho? Oh, there you go. That's mm. like, you know, bringing in Vietnamese. Do you know, that could be exceptionally good. But what we can agree on here is that sandwiches and soups are best friends, yeah? If a sandwich could sing, it would pick up a bowl of soup and say, You've got a friend in me. <laughs> You've got a friend in me. If you got troubles, I've got them too. There isn't anything that I wouldn't do for you, Mr. Soup. Have you Sorry ever... about that. No, it's okay. it's okay. Have you ever tried to dunk a rectangle cut sandwich in a bowl of soup? I see where you're going here, and yes, that would be a total disaster. The surface area of the corner of a rectangle sandwich is simply too much. Soup spills everywhere. Oh, all over the table. All over the dog. The granny. All over your laptop. Oh, no. All over everything. All over your bike, all over the floor. You know, it's just going to cause disruption in the family unit. It's just, it gets everywhere. A horizontally cut sandwich has no place being near soup. And tell me, do you want to keep two best friends apart? You've got a friend in me. Not anymore. <laughs> Is that what you want? Seriously. No, cut your sandwich diagonally. I said sandwich. 
My, I'm a bit I'm, I'm a bit congested listener Sandwich uh, Sandwich Hang sandwich <laughs> No cut your sandwich diagonally And cast thine eyes Upon the perfect dip You can achieve Regardless of the size Shape or volume Of your soup container Because it has a, a, a pointy tip A pointy tip That is so fair No honestly I think that's the That is a very very valid point You uh, need a tip To dump into the soup You need the tip To dump into the soup And I mean like Do you know what If you're the, Like with the diagonal cut There's also like A couple of advantages To the tip If you're not into the crust you get so much, so much more of the inside of the sandwich without actually getting having to eat the crust. If you get me, so like you get maximized bite area, and because you can actually get into the corner as opposed to when you have a rectangle. If you don't want to eat the crust, you kind of have to nibble. Yeah, um, but like if you if you're into the crust, it gives you four perfect initial bites. You can eat the f- oh, <laughs> six even. It's it's listen. What a time to be alive! But wow. I, listen, I have one. You you've more. I've and this I actually did practical research on. Okay, okay, I'm very excited. And this is what I've what I've dubbed the cheese bridge. The cheese bridge? Yeah, I did extensive research into this last night. <laughs> you did what? Well, I say extensive research. Um, I made two grilled cheese sandwiches, which do you know what? a grilled cheese is probably like my favorite go-to sandwich. No, Marcus, of yeah. all the sandwiches, it's, listen, it's it's perfect. Like you've like I like the grilled cheese, but of all the sandwiches, first of all, you should never pick your favorite sandwich. That's like a mother picking its favorite child. Every, I'm going to go back to the sandwich every, lords no, and tell them that uh, you've picked a favorite. Every parent has a favorite child, whether they say it or not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, listen. Go on. Going your back grilled to my, cheese. Going back to my cheese, my my cheesy experiment. <clears throat> I made two grilled cheese sandwiches with identical weighed quantities of cheese, identical grill time and pan temperature, right? And I cut one diagonally and one horizontally and left them for twenty seconds each, right? Okay. The longer hypotenuse of the diagonally cut sandwich allowed for the creation of a longer, more impressive, more alluring cheese bridge. And since food tastes better when you actually look at it and want it. That is an actual determining factor to say that that is a tastier sandwich. So, 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 so. When you had a uh, a cheese sandwich, when you had a grilled cheese sandwich, is essentially two slices of bread with cheese in the middle, and, and when butter. you toasted it on butter, yeah. <laughs> butter, when you toasted it so the cheese melted, when you cut it across the diagonal, opposed to... The when you, stretch was bigger on the diagonal. So you got had, that, those, like, sh- like those stringy, cheesy bits and were longer when you cut it diagonally. Exactly. So, I mean, when you actually look it down... We have a longer hypotenuse, which is exposing you to more of the filling, giving you a more delicious bite experience. Done. Right? I b- believe you. That is, that is serious. We have a better dunking area for soup or broth. Absolutely. Whatever you want to dunk it in, okay? You are the master of your own dunk. We have a better cheese bridge, which is very, very, very important. And right? structurally... And then as well, we have a better support structure because triangles are, are sound. Right, they're just they're a nice shape. Okay. Wow. There you go. Okay, I did not think that you would be able to come to an answer for this episode, but do you know what? As now so- I will never cut as soon a as, as soon as I started writing this episode, I realised that there was never any doubt. How much practical research did you do into this episode? Uh, two sandwiches, but this is going to be become my life's work. <laughs> yeah, I've started the thesis. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, it's going to be. Pretty impressive by the time I uh, finish my PhD, which is going to be good. What's the PhD going to be called? Um, the extent of diagonal cut sandwiches and their effect on Marx's waistline. Anyway, <laughs> um, but Do no, honestly, if you prefer horizontally cut sandwiches, maybe have a little look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself what you're doing with your life. And know that we love you regardless. But not your sandwich techniques. <laughs>
Are you ready for some sandwich facts? Yes, some yes, yes, yes. So earlier... First you, of all, I love that we're doing sandwich facts. Yeah, listen, it's it has to be done. We end every episode with facts. And why wouldn't there be facts about a sandwich? Okay, go, go on, hit me. So you kind of alluded to this earlier. Um, the sandwich was actually named after a Lord Sandwich. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, tell me more. So Lord Sandwich was a serial gambler and hunter um, who didn't have time to eat because he was gambling so much. Oh. So he would ask his servants to bring him whatever his meal was, whatever it was, meat and everything like that, in between two slices of bread. And because he was a lord and influential and a member of the gentry, um, he would act, it actually became a thing. And people followed in his example and it just became known as a sandwich. So you're telling me that occasionally good things come out of gambling? Yeah, well, there you go, sandwiches. Next, ta- <laughs> ne- next time you have a sandwich, just remember that that was born out of someone's hor- horrible... Like crippling gambling addiction. What I've taken from that more than anything is that there was somebody called Lord Sandwich. I wonder are his uh, are his ancestors still alive? Are the sandwiches are st- still rocking around? The Earl of Sandwich. No, I just love the the, the the family as a collective being called the Sandwiches. Gee, have you called the Sandwiches for Christmas dinner? <laughs> are the Sandwiches coming for Christmas dinner? That'd be amazing. Oh, where do they live? A lunchbox. Uh- yeah. <laughs> okay, do you have any more facts? I do. Um, so, the nation of Iran tried to get into the Guinness Book of World Records by making the world's largest sandwich. Mm. But they were disqualified. Why? Because people started eating the sandwich before it could be officially measured. So ah. they failed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not going to lie, that would be very, very tempting. Because I'd say they were making that sandwich for a long time. Yeah, I've seen pictures of it. It was big. It's a large sandwich. So was it loads of different slices of bread or was it w- like... Like one long, 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 long slice of bread. How do they cook it? I don't know. Wow. Listen. Okay, one more fact. Okay, so I was looking at everyone's, uh, or probably the most common sandwich chain in the world. Which Subway? Is, Subway. Huh. Um, the Italian BMT, which is Subway's most popular sandwich, is named for the Brooklyn Manhattan Transit BMT, which is literally a Subway. I don't get it. Subway sandwich. It's a subway in New York. Like, it's the train. So it's named for the Brooklyn... Brooklyn Manhattan train. So the, it's the, that subway is named after a subway. Oh, wow. <laughs> in the shower with Tazamarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazamarcus. There you have it. Conclusive evidence that diagonal cut sandwiches are better than horizontal cut sandwiches. And I won't hear anyone say different. If anyone wants to to fight me over it, they can come to Ireland. I will not pay for your train fare or your plane fare, but I will feed you a sandwich after we have this argument. Will you will you fight them will you fight them dressed as a sandwich? Could you get a big sandwich costume? Definitely. That would there's, be a good Halloween. There's a guy costume. who is in a, who runs around Temple Bar dressed as a Cornish pasty. Oh, does he? Yeah. Anyway, guys, anyway, that is the conclusive <laughs> evidence why sandwiches that are cut diagonally taste better than sandwiches that are cut in any other kind of way. There you go. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of In the Share with Taz and Marcus. If you like what you've heard, then good news, we have loads of other questions that we've tackled in another bite-sized informative chunk. They're available online on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. They're short, they're snappy, they're sweet, and you will learn something new if you listen to the episodes. Knowledge is sexy, don't you want to be sexy? People will be attracted to you when you know stuff that you learned from our podcast. Wow. I can't write catchy songs. <laughs> 
but I can write songs that maybe this is what happens when I allow Marcus rant about sandwiches for 20 minutes okay so if you have a question that doesn't pertain to sandwiches or anything like that but it's a question that you've always wanted the answer to that has kept you awake at night it couldn't be easier to ask us you can get us on Facebook just search for In The Shower With Taz and Marcus or you can get us on social media Twitter and Instagram just look up at In The Shower Pod Marcus and I are on hand to tackle any of the questions that you've always wondered the answer to so please send them in to either of those or you can get us on email at intheshowerpodcast at gmail.com if you just want to say hi, if you have any questions, if you need some life advice, if well, we're if, doing we're doing Agni Ant now. If you're if you're just feeling a bit down, if you're feeling good, and also if you want to send us a picture of your pet, we were now we're now receiving about four or five pictures um, every like three days, which is great. Um, I could have just said about ten pictures a week, but <laughs> I just wanted to break we're, it down. We're we're receiving two point five pictures in three days, which um, would no, so yeah. So <laughs> if we can up our pet amount, that would be absolutely brilliant. In life. In life. <laughs> Taz and I, um, we are not allowed to have pets in the places that we live. So we are having pets vicariously through you. We love your pets. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to love our own. Anyway, a couple of thank yous um, to wrap up the episode. A uh, big thank you to Alan and Paddy and all the crew in the Heads Up Podcast Network. Thanks, guys. Next up, thank you so much, Flo Robinson, for our amazing cover art of little cartoon Squishy Marks and I in the shower having a scrub. Having a little scrub. And a big thank you to Dave Gertzman, the musical genius behind our two theme songs. Dave, you are a modern-day rock star. You're like Metallica and S Club 7 mashed together. It's brilliant. Wow, I would go and see that group. Absolutely. Next up, thank you so much to... That's all the thank you. <laughs> thank you to you, the listener. No, you know what? Thanks, listener. You are, you're cool and you look great today. Jesus, did you get new jeans? They do wonders for your bum. I tell you, oh my God, you smell really good. You deserve that promotion. You know what? Have this coffee for free because you have beautiful eyes. Wow. Wow, Marcus. You can't hear, but I'm winking into the microphone. Next week's question. We are are at the end of of recording two episodes and we're very, very hyper. Next week's question is actually, this is a good one. We're getting back into the slightly more technical aspect of uh, In the Show with Taz and Marcus. Next week's question, asking... How is glass made? That question will be available next Monday, just in time for your morning shower. But in the meantime, keep scrubbing. In the shower with Taz and Marcus. 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 This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.